Hey there, besties. Welcome to RIP to my 20s, where we're your virtual BFFs guiding you through the wild ride of your 20s. From career chaos to dating dilemmas, we're going to share it all. The good, the bad, and the hilarious. Tune in as we reminisce, relate, and laugh our way through this unforgettable decade. Let's dive in. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of RIP to my 20s. Today we're going to be talking about why are girls such sluts for fall? Why are we? I don't know, but we both are. That's for damn sure. So let's start off this episode by... Let me asking you, let me ask you what your favorite fall episode or fall TV show, fall movie, what's your go-to? What is my go-to thing to watch in fall? One, Gilmore Girls. I love that. I'm a slut for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. I know. Not, is, not a single episode. Not a single episode. Okay, I didn't watch it growing up. Yeah. But then in my single girl era before Caleb... I just watched every episode and fell in love. Yeah. I see, I get scared to start new things, new episode, new like TV shows, especially with so many seasons because it's just kind of daunting to me. But I love more of the holiday themed stuff. I'm like, as soon as fall hits, I'm already like, okay, Halloween, Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus. And I just love being cozy and watching shows, rewatching movies that I love, even if they're not fall themed or anything like that. What about your favorite like drink and snack? Okay, wait, before the drink and snack, it just made me think, what's your favorite, growing up, your favorite Disney Halloween movie? Ooh, Disney Halloween movie? You remember from growing up. Hmm, I mean, obviously, is Hocus Pocus Disney? Yeah, Hocus Pocus. I think it is, yeah. Hocus Pocus is definitely up there for me. I also love, I don't know if this is technically Halloween, but Monsters, Inc. (gasps) Definitely gives Halloween kind of vibes, but I love, and I still usually rewatch that movie every single year. During Halloween? Yes. Okay. My favorite Disney Channel Halloween, wait, I didn't say my favorite Halloween movie, but I'll say my favorite Disney Channel Halloween movie is Twitches. Oh my God. That's so funny that you say that actually, because my twin sister hopefully is coming here for Halloween this year. And I was like, so what costume are we going to do? And she's like, Twitches. So I feel like that just solidified it. I love it. That is true. I did love Twitches, (laughs) Halloween Town. I mean, there's so many. I need to rewatch them all, but Twitches is great. I love the, what are their names? Tia and Tamara, right? Yeah, Mari, Tia, the Mari, Mari sisters. Mari. Mari. I don't yeah. know how to say it, but yeah, they're great. I love them. That was such a good movie. There's a few of them, right? Yeah. Twitches 2. two. Twitches 2, yeah. Oh my God. When they fight the darkness. Oh. And they pull their dad out of the shadow realm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my God. See, it's like, it's so nostalgic and it's triggering so many of my, so much in my brain. Oh my gosh. But my favorite fall movie to watch is the first two Harry Potters. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. See, I'm not a huge, a huge, what, do they have a name, the Harry Potter fans? Potterheads? Potterheads. Potterheads. I'm not a huge Potterhead. But maybe maybe we can watch one together and I'll fall in love. Who knows? I have seen them. I've just never been like super, super into it. Yeah. Maybe we just have to have, to have like a movie marathon We should. Day. Why not? That'd be fun. Gilmore Girls has to come first. Okay. okay. I have the entire season of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to do that. And then we're going to have to have our favorite snack and drink with it. So. so that way we can come back and you can tell me who your favorite character on Gilmore Ooh, Girls okay. is. Okay. I love that. Holding me accountable. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And we're going to drink our pumpkin spice coffee. Yeah. What? Okay. So please tell me. I know you asked me, but tell me your favorite 
full snack, drink, both. So I'm a huge pumpkin whore. I love a good pumpkin iced coffee. It's just so good. It slaps every time. Pumpkin and caramel together is top notch. And then I also love like pumpkin bread or pumpkin pie. I love apple cider donuts too. Like the whole apple cider part of fall. So freaking good. Like warm apple cider and warm apple cider donut is just so good. What about you? I love that you're the pumpkin whore because I'm an apple whore. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh my God. Opposites attract. I love apples and caramel as a snack. Mm, That is so good too. You're right. So, so good. Caleb used to send me when we first started dating where, you know, how guys send you flowers. He knew how much I loved caramel apples. He would like find these companies that made custom caramel apples with all these different like like the toppings on top toppings and they what were an so angel good. on earth for doing that wow one of the times i was halfway through 75 hard and he sent that to <gasps> me and yeah he sent it to me i remember to my apartment special delivery and i was well 75 hard out the window <laughs> out the window oh yeah because that's also like it's just rude if you don't eat it at that point no and we were we were literally just dating for maybe three months so i had to oh my god that is so sweet oh my god what a great man and then my favorite drink is the apple crisp oat milk macchiato at starbucks see i tried that last year and i thought it was trash (gasps) maybe it was your barista maybe that is possible it is possible i didn't like it though something about the apple and the coffee i just didn't oh i love it i I do love pumpkin spice lattes don't get me wrong but i like them iced i don't like them hot the hot ones i don't like i like the hot one Mm. but something about apple flavored things just get me apple is really good i do love apple and caramel that is true that is true i can eat apple caramel all year oh yeah there's so many things to be a slut over for fall we have a list in fact and that's what we're gonna start going through i'm gonna start with the fall fashion Okay, because this is so me. I'm not a jeans girl. I'm a leggings girl or like a nice dress with a huge jacket and some tights and some thigh high boots. There's something about fall fashion. Number one, it's comfortable. Number two, it's wicked cute. Number three, a lot of times it's more baggy and not as tight. So if I'm feeling insecure, bloated or whatever about my body, I like feel confident in fall clothing. Whereas summer, sometimes it's so hot and I am not feeling shorts and tank top because I just ate an ice cream sundae and I'm bloated. But in fall clothes, I can cover it. I love the colors too. The color scheme, like the deep oranges, the browns, the neutrals. Burgundy. I love the burgundy, emerald. Like I love the deep tones of fall, whether it's like the fashion, the colors that the trees turn, which is a whole other thing. Like that's my favorite thing. What's your like favorite fall fashion outfit? Like if you could make one right now. If I could make a fall fashion trend, which literally I'm showing Noelle right now, I have like eight bags or eight carts, I should say. Oh my gosh, my, you do. Look at this. On my phone. And one of them that I've seen that started last year was the Uggs. Yes. The, platform, the like mini ones. Mm-hmm. Mini platform Uggs. I love an, a good Ugg. And I love how Ugg slippers, I've never owned Ugg slippers before, are making this huge splash in yes. fashion. Oh, I love these. Is yes. the, it's called Taz. Is that the style name? It's the Taz slipper. Oh, yes. love those with some good, like, platform. Big socks and leggings. Oh, okay. So cute. You're a legging girly for fall, but yeah. I actually love the pleather jean look. Okay, okay. Or, 
the baggy type jean. The mom jeans. Yeah, jeans. yeah. I do like jean. jeans like that too. And a suede little jacket. Oh, yeah. I actually have one right now in my Abercrombie cart. I, guys, I have 30 things in my Abercrombie cart. No clue how do, I'm going to buy it, but for this part gonna make on the website, let's do like a fall fashion like section. It would be yes. so fun. Oh my gosh. But see, oh, I love that. Yes. So you guys have to look this up. The cropped vegan suede shearling jacket. Shearling? I'm not sure. It's a it. very early 2000s, that is late very, 90s. Yes. With like a pair of like mom baggy jeans and just a simple like brown shirt with ugg boots that looks that's me yes no that is a wicked cute outfit i love that your hair all curled up Mm -hmm. and you just feel good honestly i feel my most confident i had this thought the other day i always thought because the last 10 years i've lived in places that 95 to 99 percent of the year is hot Mm -hmm. the last 10 years and i moved away 10 years ago where i grew up where most of the year was cold right yeah that type of thing but now that I'm almost in my 30s in a couple years I have found that I actually want to live somewhere I keep saying I want to live in South Carolina but then this heat this last summer in Tennessee was just so intense it is so intense I when it's September I want it to be September right and right now, September is 91 degrees. Yes, that is true. That is true. It's still really hot here right now. And you just moved here earlier in the year, and I'm letting you know it doesn't cool down here until December. Yeah, and I'm a little upset about it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I did this to myself. I'm fully aware. But that actually is funny that you mentioned that because, I'm, as you know, I'm going home for the next two weekends so while we're recording this. And I'm so excited because it's, like, perfect fall September yes. weather. And I miss yes. that. But also, it's only going to be that for, like, a month. And yeah. then it gets really cold. So it's, like, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. But that's where I'm, like, okay, where can I get the both, like, both of those right? types of things? It's hard. Because I thought when we moved here, that's what we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And then Caleb and I were talking about this just a week ago. On Halloween, we went to a dog Halloween party with our dogs <laughs> last year on Halloween, and it was still 90 degrees. We couldn't even leave the costumes on the dogs because they were panting oh my gosh. so hard. Oh, I hope it's not like that this year. We'll just have to see. And I, I honestly love fall so much, and that was what I was so excited for, moving here after living in tropical places for the last 10 years. Yeah. I was... I was so excited for it. And the Tennessee orange, beautiful here. But you don't really get that until late October, early November. I can't wait to see that because I missed that from when I moved here in January. So it's already gone. It was already everything. And it's funny that you say that too because one thing that I know I'm going to miss living down south versus up north is a white Christmas. Or just like the feeling of a super cold, crisp Christmas morning. And you're just like cuddled up by the fireplace, and I mean it does get cold here. I realize it went that. to negative seven last yeah, year. Yeah, it does get on cold Christmas here. Day, <laughs> but it is different. It's like the snow, really. Like yeah. that's the one time where I want the snow and a yeah. lot of it. It's the yeah. only time. It's the only day, but I do miss that. Like my parents living in Florida too. Whenever I'm in Christmas, whenever I'm in Florida for Christmas with them, it's even hotter and. They yeah. never get snow, and I'm like, this is so weird. I spent yeah. a couple Christmases now in Florida with them, and I'm just like, 
what the heck? This is so strange to me. I absolutely hate it. It's like they decorate the palm trees down there like Christmas yeah. trees. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. That's how it is in San Diego, I too. I honestly can't stand it, and it, like, ruins Christmas for me. And I was it like, it just doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like it. And then I think about people who, like, have lived like that their whole lives. And, like, you don't understand what Christmas is really like. I'm going off on a total tangent right now, but... That's but the, true, though. It's funny that we started talking about fashion right at first, but it does. It goes into fashion, goes into weather and atmosphere and like coziness, which is so many of the other things we had on our list about like yeah. what we love about fall. And also with fashion goes along makeup. Me being a makeup artist, I love this too. I'm not going to sweat my makeup off as much, yeah. hopefully. It's like I can do like some more dramatic looks, some more fun looks that I like, a little bit more like deeper intense makeup because it fits the the color scheme, the outfits you're wearing. I just like fall fashion, beauty, makeup, hair, and it goes along with the weather, which is another thing. What's your like ideal temperature or temperature and like day weather for fall? What is your favorite? I would say 60s. Like yes. the 60 degree yes. weather is my favorite because in the spring you get that, but it's wet mm-hmm. and sometimes feels more on the cold side. Yes, it's like the cold wet. You can still get a little warmth. And almost your hair gets frizzy and and everything's kind of damp. Yeah. But in fall, it's that the smell of the air and mm-hmm. the crispness on that like 60 degree day yes, that it's gets perfect me. the little breeze too maybe yeah maybe like partly cloudy get a little bit of sun but otherwise it's kind of cloudy and moody it's fall is such a mood it's such a vibe it's yes. such a mood i love that and that's why we love it too and also what's your favorite fall activity Ooh, i mean i love all of them but i'm not gonna lie i love going apple picking every fall I think it's so fun. Ooh. It's such a cute little thing. The apple orchards are just so fun. I also love going to the corn mazes, haunted houses, that kind of thing. More more heading into the spooky part of, of yes. fall. But I yes. love that. Okay, so are you somebody who likes scary stuff? Yes. In the fall? Yes. Because, okay, you can definitely talk about it because Halloween is fall. I think yes. sometimes people bunch together Halloween and Thanksgiving no Halloween Christmas mm-hmm. together that is so separate no absolutely not I think it's like very much fall I think Halloween is fall where Thanksgiving falls in between mm-hmm. fall no yes <laughs> fall, fall and, and winter. winter yeah for sure I agree a million percent and I think that for me I love haunted houses yes me too I went when I was 18, I went to the 13th floor in Texas, and that one was insane. What was Ooh. the scariest haunted house you've ever been to? Okay, well, actually, this is kind of a wild story. So back home, I'm not going to say where exactly. Um, it's in a, like a smaller town in Massachusetts, but it's they're known for this every single year. They have a haunted hayride, and it's... It's not, like, super, super scary, but it's a really great show in general. It's super fun. You wait for hours sometimes in line. And it's, like, it's one of those things you just do every single year. I haven't been since this happened, but it was one of my favorite things. And this one year, I went with a bunch of my girlfriends, and we were waiting a couple hours in line and finally got in. At one point during this haunted hayride, they close the doors. You're in, like, this barn, and they kind of close you in. All the lights turn off. There's strobe lights and stuff. Like, so it's in, you're in the dark for, like, a solid maybe 20 seconds, which feels like forever, so that you kind of lose your senses, right? That's, like, the point of it. So then when the actors, you know, jump back onto it and the strobe lights are coming out, it, like, you know, is more scary and you see everything. 
And in the dark, I don't think I told you this before. No. Okay. In the dark, one of the actors kissed me, <gasps> which is so bad. What the? Yeah. And I thought it was one of my friends that was sitting next to me. And I was like so confused. And then I, it kind of just, you know, the show went on. I kind of forgot about it. And it got kind of awkward between my friend and I. And I wish back in the day I had the smarts to be like, I could have sued for a lot of money. But um, I just, I never went back. And me and that friend never really talked about it. And then years later, I think it was 2022 maybe, we met up after years. We'd always remained friendly, but we kind of, and not just because of that, we'd kind of, you know, lost touch, whatever, distanced a little bit. But we caught up over some margaritas and chips and salsa because that's the best thing ever. We caught up uh, after a few years after high school and because we were about 16 when this happened. And I told her and I was like, I never knew if it was like you or one of the, our other friends that we were with for as an actor. I had no idea. And she was like, oh, my God, somebody kissed me, too. <gasps> and I didn't know who it was either. Like, so crazy. Ooh. So we think that, like, these actors that were doing this had kissed us for whatever for whatever reason. I don't know. I mean, they weren't supposed to touch you, nothing. No. So just super, super weird. And I kind of want to go back if I'm home at some – the next time I'm home for this to happen, I want to go back because it really is a fun show. And if anything like that happened again, I would absolutely pop off. I was just too young and, like – so caught off guard and confused and I didn't even put the dots together that it was probably an actor and not my friends that were sitting next to me but we all like were just young and naive and didn't know what to do in this situation and it was just me and her I believe there was four of us but I think it was just me and her that it happened to but um yeah that was not one of the scariest you know haunted houses or haunted hayrides I've been but on craziest. but craziest and it was always a really it was always really good and um, I've gone to Salem a few years, you know, and gone through haunted houses there, which are so fun. It's just Salem is such a vibe. I love Salem. It's so amazing. If you guys ever visit Boston, Salem's about an hour north of Boston. It is amazing. It's so worth it. Do the Salem witch, witch trials tour. Go to all the witches' houses. Do a graveyard tour. I mean, it's just even amazing knowledge to have. Yeah, even not around that time of year. But around that time of year, it's just, you know, like special and it's just more fun. If you can, go a, a week or so before Halloween or else it's just going to be so crowded. I mean, you can't move. The, the streets are just completely packed, which is still fun. But it's just if you don't like that, go at least a week or so before Halloween. Or in September. Or in September. Just make it, you know, a fall trip in general. It's definitely really fun around Halloween. And half the time they'll have like professional actors, you know, scarers out on the street. Just it's it's such a vibe. It's so cool. Definitely go to Salem if you can at some point in your lifetime. Also go to Plymouth and see oh, the yeah. Plymouth Rock and where all the pilgrims came in because they do like a whole reenactment there as well. Yeah, I think now that we're kind of talking more about this and being from Massachusetts, it's it's fun because there's so much history too that comes along with fall being in that state. Yeah, And it's really interesting that I got to, you know, we got to grow up and experience that. I think yeah. that's really cool. There's a lot of history in Massachusetts in general and a lot of fall activities in Mass kind of center around that yeah i mean there's the old north church in boston you can do a lot of those tours the boston tea party tour which if you um remember from your elementary school history classes the boston (laughs) tea party there's 
all big things about that. And if you grew up in Boston, then you know you probably went on an elementary or middle school. Many times. Field trip there. Many times. And it's just really cool. It is cool being surrounded by history like that, though. Yes. Even if it's, I'm not a huge history nerd or, or history person, but it is cool to be around that and like raised around that. Okay, also being from Massachusetts, did you ever stay at Lizzie Borden's house? No, but oh my gosh, my friend, um, my friend Connor, she was the first friend that I had before I moved down here. We met through YouTube and we're still great friends, but she's obsessed with Lizzie Borden and she, ever since she's known me, been like, I'm going to come home with Massachusetts or come home to Massachusetts with you one time and we're going to go stay in Lizzie Borden's house. And I said, absolutely the fuck not. (laughs) You can do that, and I'm going to stay in my own home by myself because real paranormal shit scares the hell out of me. No thank you. Certain things I will possibly delve into, but that's not one of them. It is really interesting, and I actually did do a YouTube video, like a um, a Get Ready With Me talking about the Lizzie Borden case because it's definitely really cool. Yeah. It's insane, Maybe actually. around Halloween we'll talk about yes, it. Yes, I would love to do some, like, Halloween episodes like that. Yeah. We're, For sure. Maybe you guys share your scariest stories. <gasps> yes, please. I would love to do that. Our emails are always linked. Definitely leave scary stories. Notes. Yeah. Leave scary stories, paranormal, whatever it may be. Yeah. Oh paranormal, I might be scared to read. I so know. So you'll have to read. See, I can read them, but I'm just, I'm not going to stay at Lizzie Borden's house. So that's where I cross the fucking, that's where, that's where the line is, is, is put. I can't do that. Because I'll get like two lines in and, and I'll be reading it in my head and not reading it out loud. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I'll read them and then we'll just get Dominica's raw, crazy reactions. Did you know that the scariest haunted house in the U.S. is actually here in Tennessee? I think I know what you're talking about. Where you have to like sign a forty-page waiver. Yes, McCamey Manor or whatever. It's the summer. Can we please do a whole episode about this? Because it deserves a whole episode. I think there's so much information. So it requires like a doctor's note, safe word. Um, you have to pass a physical. Also, what type of person are you to like do this? Do you know how long the waiting list is? It's like years. Are you serious? Yes, the waiting list is years. It's absolutely insane. That's why we should do a whole episode about this. But it is the scariest house in a scariest haunted house in the entire country. These and the people who run it. I mean, you're. You have to be 21 years or older. You have to complete a sports physical, pass a background check. Be screened via Facebook, FaceTime, or phone. Proof of medical insurance. Because you're probably going to get injured. Sign a 40-page detailed waiver and pass a drug test on the day of the show. Yeah. It's insane. These And this goes back to when we were talking about, like, how the haunted hayride and all this stuff. These actors can't touch you. Whereas, like, this is, first of all, just really intense and scary alone. But the actors, like are encouraged to provoke you they do psychological torture to you they can physically hurt you they can break your bones i'm pretty sure it says in the waiver oh my god it's insane that's why they have that huge waiver proof of medical insurance they have to make sure you're mentally sound to understand what you're actually signing up for and part of me wants to be like what is wrong with these people to do this but it's also like i can't even help that little bit of curiosity to be like okay how bad can it be are these people really that sick that they're gonna do that to you just to see, because you're like, okay, I have a safe word, everything is fine. But what if you get seriously injured during it before you can even get your safe word? Um, I don't know. I just, it blows my mind. And that That's just so crazy. The waiting me. list is really long. I can't remember exactly how long, but that could be a fun episode to do around, around yes. spooky time. Because there's so much to unpack with that. If anyone listening has potentially more information or like firsthand information about McCammy Manor, 
please let us know if you've done it yourself or you know someone. Or if you work there or oh you know somebody Oh, my God. You know the family there. who runs it. Yeah. Anything. There's YouTube videos I've seen. I went on Deep Dive um, years I, I ago. I feel like I wouldn't be able to watch. It's them. actually really hard to watch, and I don't understand how they're even allowed to be on YouTube. I think it's when because YouTube it's for – censored so much. I know. I think there's a loophole where it's, like, considered educational or because they sign a waiver, this and that. Um, but I remember watching it one time. I mean, it's like crazy. And I, it, it almost, I had to remind myself that it's real and that these aren't actors, like the real people signing up. It's, it's just horrible. That's why I wouldn't be able to watch it. I get terrible anxiety just watching the news. Yeah. Oh, me too. I, I don't think I realized what I was watching and the rabbit hole I was going down when I, when I did discover these videos and maybe some of them are taken down at this point now. I don't think he posts YouTube videos anymore Yeah. to make it seem more exclusive and it makes the wait list even longer. But I know that he, there was a YouTube channel dedicated to it. So it's, I'm pretty sure there is. And also too, if anything during like Halloween time pops up on my TikTok that is any bit spooky, I'm like, whoop, whoop, like, oh my gosh. You're so funny. I'm the opposite. I'm like, let's get into this. I want to be scared. Oh, my God. I will go to a haunted house because I know it's fake. But more so, prime example, the other day, and I guarantee I'm going to have to stay off TikTok now for four days. Because anytime <laughs> I talk about something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's listening. Yeah, it's, it's going like to pop up. It's on my TikTok within the, the hour. Yes, same. But I don't know because I didn't talk about it, anything else like that. It was on my For You page, and it was like a state trooper or not a park trooper, that's what it was, showed mm-hmm. video of something weird he saw in the night in the Appalachias. Oh, that's Appalachia talk? That's yeah. a That's a whole... And I was like, ah! Oh my <laughs> God, I have gone down a rabbit hole. That's a whole other episode, potentially. But I don't know if, I don't know if you'd be okay with that one. It's I... intense. There's so many TikTok accounts dedicated to warning people and educating people on what is in there because i'm pretty sure underneath the mountains can i tell you a story yes 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 about the appalachian trail yes is i so i love love my husband now but (laughs) if he would ask me to hike i was dating a guy for a while and his mom was like obsessed with hiking and we hiked part of the appalachian trail and stayed overnight oh fuck no and trunks was with us um because this is like when he was like maybe not even a year old and I was like in a long-term relationship with this guy he was like a baby he was probably not even a year old okay he was like six months oh my god poor trunks and literally the entire trail I just remember in my head being like if there is a universe a person something out there like the eeriness yeah I felt from that trail and then we got like halfway through to our checkpoint before we were supposed to set up camp. I remember because she made it like this whole big deal and he pretty much not forced me to go, but it was just like one of those A guilt like, thing. Guilt or, yeah. thing. Even though I no. Like no. <laughs> and then they were like, oh my god, somebody got murdered at this point of the trail in history or years ago. And I'm like, why the would you tell me that also why is that like noted for everyone to be like oh this is a checkpoint like what that somebody was murdered here and that they never and i remember i did not sleep a single drop that entire night oh my god i wouldn't either i was probably just so dumb i was like 20 20 yeah like i was like 20 years old like 19 20 years old and 
yeah i would i love my husband now but i would never ever 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 do that again not me either creepiest experience of my life i believe that a million percent just from everything that i've seen on tiktok and people who live there who talk about it and even the whole just like if you see something no you didn't if you hear something no you didn't stuff like that and it's like just so crazy and there's such a um i don't know deep dive into that at some point but it's so creepy and i would never it was probably the scariest where people are like oh people hike because it's like a thing that people hike from Georgia all the way to Maine yeah. to finish the trail yeah. and hike the Appalachian Trail. Which is insane. Which is insane. In and I of only, itself, no matter if it was creepy or not, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But I only hiked a part of it and just, yeah, there was just points where, especially now where I'm so much more into like energy and energy healing, all that stuff, that when I wasn't even into that or knew what it was, there was just an energy that did not feel good. Yeah, like an eerie, bad feeling. Yes. I believe that. It reminds me of, um, like, I forgot what the movie's called, but it's about, like, the suicide forest. and Oh, in Japan. Yes, and how, like, that, like, that is also insane to me, and I would love to do more research in, about that because that's just so crazy that, like, woods in an area can just hold something like that. And just hold that energy. Yeah. But you have to think, like, trees are the life force of Earth. I know. They give us the oxygen we breathe. They recycle the, I think, carbon dioxide. I don't know. It's been a while since I've learned about it. Yeah. But they are the life forces of the Earth. Well, and I think one reason why they say, like, the Appalachian Trail is so haunted is because when you think about it, it's one of the oldest... There's so much, there's things that have lived there before us, things that have lived there longer than us, supposedly, all those kind of things. So it just has so much history. So and But I just think it's crazy that one area can hold so much negative energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I is think crazy of the to wars me. and all the things that have been fought before in those trails that yeah. people took to get mm-hmm. away. And yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Speaking of hiking... As you know, and act- whatever fall activities do you like? Because it's hiking, apple picking, mm. haunted houses, haunted hayrides. I would say I love the corn mazes and Those are also all fun. the fun little stuff. There was one thing in Carlsbad where you could shoot apples out of a cannon. <gasps> that sounds so fun. In California, it was at the strawberry picking field. So if you're listening from California, they have this every fall and it's so much fun. I remember it was like so hot, not last year because we just moved here last year, but the year before. It was so hot, but it's still so fun. And you buy apples to shoot out of cannons. That's at, so fun. At Target's and it is so much fun. Oh my God, one of my best friends lives in San Diego and I'm going to have to be like, have you done this yet? Because yeah, that's crazy. Say, she would have go st- to the strawberry fields. She would have so much fun doing that. Oh my God. And I think like with all the fall activities and things, it feels like such a unique time of year. But one other thing I love about fall, and we talked about this before we started recording, was the routine that it brings. Yes. I feel like there's such a sense of like, okay, summer's over, fun is over. Not completely. Obviously, we have fun all the time. But like it gives you like the school year starts, stuff like that. It gives you such a good sense of routine. And like I feel like it's that momentum that kind of finish out the year strong and on a positive note. And I feel like fall is just like, I don't know, it, gives, it brings a lot of a huge sense of routine back. Yeah, the scents, the smells, the the coziness. The coziness of it. And when I was doing the research for this episode too, I did find that 
there is scientific evidence that backs up the sense, the smells, the feelings of fall actually produce feel-good emotions or endorphins in people and that's why I feel so many girls are such sluts for fall well and now that you say that too that kind of makes me think like seasonal depression is huge too and in the winter and I feel like the winter lacks so many things for a lot of people like if you're having a whole season like fall dedicated that brings you so much joy in all these little different ways maybe that's why seasonal depression is a big thing because it's lacking a lot of those kind of things yeah but i would say after christmas yes is after where christmas for sure i would say seasonal depression comes in maybe mm-hmm. for me a little bit yeah just because i find myself the day after thanksgiving the hallmark channel is on yep. and i'm watching every single Hallmark. oh yes movie. christmas starts after thanksgiving i thought that was an unspoken rule yeah <laughs> A million percent. You put your Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Or the next day. There's a lot of fights about this, (laughs) but I just don't get why people are so upset by having a Christmas tree up the day after Thanksgiving. Me either. Thanksgiving's done and there's no other big holiday in between. Why are you such a person that has a lack of joy in your life? Why are you such a bah humbug? Why? Why? You, You would have to have a lack of love and joy in your life to be fighting this fight on the internet especially like for me and my family it was always a fun tradition to set it up and like pick where the ornaments go and like me now like we're all grown like all the kids are grown I would still love to be able to do that every single year that was like our post Thanksgiving dinner cleanup before we would have pumpkin pie apple pie whatever we had we would decorate and put up the Christmas tree Mm. that was our thing what's your favorite fall dessert Ooh, pumpkin pie. A million percent. I'm just a pumpkin slut. I don't know. And here I am. Apple pie. (laughs) I I love pumpkin pie. Apple crumble. Apple crisp. Oh, my God. I also, one Thanksgiving, um, I was with my boyfriend at the time and his family. And uh, his now brother-in-law, I believe, uh, he made us, like, homemade baklava. I'd never had it before. I don't know if that's a a fall dessert or something. It's a Greek dessert. I know. Yeah. It's so good. I know it's a Greek dessert. I don't know if it's traditionally... Like, I don't know if he made it for us because it was, you know, around that time frame. I'm not sure if he was just, like, let me show off because it was amazing. I love baklava. And now I crave it every fall. I don't know why. I think it's something about the, like, sweetness, the pistachio. Like, I don't know something about it. But pumpkin pie and baklava are, like... Oh, my gosh. Speaking of international dishes, I... The year that Caleb went to Iraq, I was in San Diego by myself mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and one of my coworkers, her and her husband, were from Ireland, mm-hmm. and they invited me over for Thanksgiving. And even though Irish dishes can seem kind of like plain or yeah, bland, bland, mm-hmm. that was honestly one of the most fun Thanksgivings I really? had because oh, I it love was, that. You know how Irish are? They're drinkers. They're oh yeah. And it was so much fun. And they were an older couple. Their son was my age. So Mm -hmm. they had a lot of the Irish community in San Diego over. And it was just so much fun. That sounds fun. And then as they got more drunk and seeing my coworker, a lovely, lovely older woman, (laughs) get drunk and her Irish accent get even worse. That's so funny. It was the best. And then them speaking Gaelic, I believe is the correct Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Gaelic. Oh my gosh. So much fun. That's hilarious. That's too funny. I love that. Fall is just, there's so many reasons to be a slut for it. It's just so, it's so great. It's 
it like brings so much joy in so many different ways. And then another thing that we mentioned when we were talking about this before recording was how it's such a good way to segue into ending the year and starting a new one. Mm. There's so much fun behind it. You get that routine we talked about. You have all the holidays, quality time with friends and family. And then you're also preparing for another hopeful, hopefully incredible year. I feel like that's something so special starting or ending a year and starting a new one is so special and I get so excited for it every single year. You can really take the time to see what you've done in the past year that you love, things you want to progress on, things you want to change and I feel like... It's a season of change. It really is. There's so much to it and there's just no other time period like it. Like spring and summer are fun but there's just... There's not anything special to it. Winter is kind of brutal for some people between seasonal depression and starting the year. It's big on hustle and health and fitness, I feel like, for a lot of people. Very goal-oriented, where I feel like fall is more like that recap time where you just get to enjoy so much, enjoy your friends and your family, recap on the year, get that routine back in place, and just, like, plan for the next year. Yes. There's so much to it. I think, for me, since... So this year, more specifically, I started following the astrological new year Mm -hmm. more than the regular new year. And I I find myself now where this almost feels as a season of growth, a season Mm -hmm. of change for me. And I find myself thinking instead of January being the new year, spending my time saying that how can I take the 12 week year and what I've learned from that book and make this next 12 weeks rounding out yeah this part of the year and achieve three different goals that's awesome I'd love to hear more about that like if you want to ever do an episode about that because I don't know much about it and um but that's kind of what I'm setting myself up for too and I what I do a lot of in September is I create those goals for myself to so that I'm not waiting until the new year to start these things I'm already putting things in place to set me up for success yeah. so I'm already having those small goals throughout fall and the holidays and everything and then that way the new year like I'm already starting it with a bang instead yes. of trying to go into it like super hardcore with all these changes in mind like I'm just gonna wait because it's only however many weeks away I'm just gonna wait and start this day you're right when you say, like, I feel like falls a big growth, like a growth time period for a lot of people with the whole routine and everything. Yes, growth. I think routine brings growth. Right. And so the 12-week year, the book really focuses on, of course, 12 weeks is equal to one year. And then days equal or weeks equal months and days equal weeks. Okay. And so you focus on three core things. And it the book really goes into the concept of why so many people fail at New Year's resolutions because they give themselves so much time yeah. when you're looking at 12 months. Where 12 weeks, when you break down, you can still have a whole list of things you want to do, but right. pick three things out of that list that you can hyper-focus on. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you'll get more things done in that 12-week period, if you keep following those 12-week years throughout the year. That's compared so to, Especially when you're looking back and you're like, wow, I didn't really... I did an episode on my podcast talking about taking an inventory every mm-hmm. month. And this made a huge difference for me in January. I took an inventory of every month last year and then I started taking inventory of every month. 
and it made me realize the parts where I was feeling sad was because I wasn't showing up in a way where I needed to in a sense where when I'm taking that when I'm taking that time to review my previous month where did things go well where did things didn't go well because just like yourself we're super big planners but we have to have an action plan right behind that and a goal plan. behind it yeah mm-hmm. and I think when we write out so many goals we become overwhelmed and this is really a time where you hyper focus you yeah can either work on all three at the same time in that 12 week period or work on one a month and yeah that has to be your thing as an ADHDer, this is hard, <laughs> but I promise you make so much more progress. And even it doesn't also have to be. I love that. Like everything you just said, I love that. But also because you're breaking it down into smaller segments like that, they can be smaller goals to achieve multiple bigger ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you think about it like that, it's not like you have to break down what actually is a year's goals into 12 weeks, but you can do small things to lead up to multiple goals and bigger goals. I think that's so cool. And I want to read that book. Yeah, I have it. So I can... can, (laughs) I'd love to borrow it. I can give it to you after this episode because (laughs) I sent you the picture yesterday of one of the things that I was feeling overwhelmed about, okay, how I really wanted to make an extra 50K in Mm -hmm. the next year just because we're thinking of buying a house and moving and all the things that go into it. And I love how this was something that helped me break down when I was yes. thinking about doing a 12-week year because yes. if your goal is 50K a year, if you divide 50000 divided by 12, it's about $4,100 a month. Mm-hmm. And then $4,100 a month divided by 30 days, sometimes we have 31, So, but 30, that's $138 a day and some change. Mm-hmm. $138 a day and then say you sell something 10 times whether it's a course or stationary stationary or merch anything like that divide that by 10 sales a day that's only 13 dollars and 80 cents per item what can you sell 10 times a day at 13 dollars and 80 cents the answer a lot of fucking shit yeah seriously (laughs) i love that i was cracking up when you sent that to me actually I know. You wrote back, haha, and I was like, haha, bad or ha-ha? No, like, I don't know. I just loved it in so many ways because it really just broke it down. Sometimes you need – that kind of reminds me of girl math. I think that's why it made me laugh a little bit because it's just how, like, girls compartmentalize and, like, break things down and stuff like that yeah. to add value and make it a little bit more easy to comprehend. Yes. That's what I liked about it is it, it really did just broke something out, and I thought it was funny. Yeah. But also, like, it makes a lot of sense. And you have so much drive and you can definitely create products or anything like that. And it is that simple, hopefully, to some people. To see something like that broken down, it might give them the motivation to actually just try it. And if you're saying to yourself right now, like, what the fuck can I sell for $13.80 10 times a day? You have skills and attributes. Yeah. You absolutely do. It doesn't have to be selling a physical or digital or whatever product. Get on Upwork. Get on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to our previous episode, if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Right. <laughs> All about crazy jobs and weird ways thus far and weird ways girls make money. money. Both of those episodes, really. Yeah. But weird ways to make money online, if you haven't listened, you need to because 
We give tips, tricks, websites, links, all of it is in the show notes and in that episode. Yeah, if you want to make this fall growth for you financially, definitely go listen to that episode. Yeah, and then we'll have to do another social media one about growing on social media because I'm still working on that myself. Yeah, me too. There's And there's so much to that and it's constantly changing. Yeah. That's one thing that makes it hard is algorithms change and like hashtags and time zones matter and all sorts of craziness. Oh, yes. But that that's it for us. Yeah, I think that really sums up all of the major reasons why we're all such sluts for fall. But make sure you email us or comment on Instagram posts, anything that yeah, you might also be a this, slut for for fall. Yeah, on this episode, let's have... If you really did listen, I'm, I'm going to need you to first do an emoji, like a string of emojis of all things fall. Yes, and then please. following that, write all of your favorite things of fall. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I want to know them and I want to see who's like we listening. We should have them do that on Instagram. For, yeah. what, for the Instagram post that we post for this, this episode. episode launch, that's, that's your task, okay? And that's just one more productive thing that you can do today. Yes, and at the end of this fall, if you're listening and still here... We're going to be doing a really good giveaway, so make sure you tune in every single week. You sign up for our email list to receive exclusive emails about when episodes come out and when our big giveaway will be coming out for our season one finale. We're so excited for it. I can't wait for it. And there's definitely going to be little hidden things that you can do to up your chances of winning, like these little emojis that we're asking for and things like that. So make sure you have all of your notifications on for every single time we post on Instagram and when we post our new episodes. Yes, and if you don't already, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for the podcast wherever you listen. We appreciate it so much, and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye! Bye!